the Soul Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Beltoff, and I'm so glad that you're here. Today's episode is number 10, and it feels great to be able to say that because that means I've been showing up consistently for 10 weeks. I know, that's a small accomplishment, right? You have other podcasters who have been doing it for years, who have thousands of episodes. But for me, this is huge because I'm a great ideas person. I could come up with idea after idea, but when it comes to the follow through, that is where I drop the ball. So to be showing up here week after week feels good. And it has been a challenge, right? It has been and it will continue to be something that is going to push me past and through my comfort zone. But to know that I'm doing it and I haven't given it up, even when it has gotten hard, feels amazing. Now, I'm a words person. Getting quick to the point, not really saying much, kind of, you know, maybe blending into the background a bit at times. And I don't really know how to tell a story well. Like to speak, it feels like this whole foreign thing to me. So creating engaging content that you'll want to listen to that I hope leaves you feeling inspired and energizing is a big undertaking to me. If you told me to write it, no problem, done. I can get it all down on the piece of paper without even thinking twice. But I believe that it's important to just keep pushing ourselves past our comfort zones, keep challenging ourselves and showing up in ways, even if it doesn't look perfect even if it doesn't totally end up working out. What we really need to do is just keep trying and to find little takeaways that we can kind of tuck into our pockets so the next time we show up, maybe we do it a little bit better. Maybe we do it a little bit differently. But we're constantly improving, right? And that's what we want in life. To just always be rising up to the challenge and constantly improving. And for me, This podcast is really about staying curious, being willing to look at all sorts of things and learn from them. And, you know, possibly also find new ways to do things or see something from a different perspective. And I think it's important for us to stay curious because it's in that curiosity where we really open up to anything and everything. And you never know what little nugget of wisdom you might unearth or what may open up inside of you along the way. So it's been 10 weeks, 10 weeks of curiosity, 10 weeks of learning, 10 weeks of 100% doing it imperfectly, but showing up anyway. And I couldn't be more grateful, grateful for you for also being here with me on this 10 week journey and coming along for the ride. Who knows where we're going, right? But we know that we are in this together. And it's really exciting to know that we don't have to do it alone. So today I'm going to take a moment and celebrate this mini milestone of 10 weeks. And yeah, it feels so small, but it's also massive. Normally we wait till the end, right? We wait till the final finished product till everything is beautiful and perfect and polished. And that's when we celebrate. Celebrate when we launch something. Celebrate after it's done, at the end of a race. 
But what about all those little things that got you to that moment? If you didn't do each of those tiny little things, you would never make it to the finish. And so it's important to recognize and celebrate those tiny little moments and the importance that they play in the entire grand scheme of things. I remember when I was training for the marathon. And at first, I had only run the most was three miles. Never in my wildest dreams did I think I would be able to do 26.2. But it was those little milestones along the way that made me realize, yes, I can do this. I knew I could do the three, but then, wow, I was also able to do the four and the five. And then there was 10, which was insane to me. And it was possible. Each little milestone leading up to the next. And it's funny because we don't even recognize when those big shifts happen if we don't take that moment to acknowledge those mini milestones. For example, like when I started even lifting weights, right? I was only doing five or eight pound weights. And I didn't be like one day I was five, the next day was six, the next day was seven. No, like I took time to work up to that. And now all of a sudden I'm on 15, 20 pounds. How did that happen? Where did that progression come in? And it was all of that dedication of staying consistent to it, of showing up to it, and just being really, really present with it and not allowing myself to say, nope, I'm not going to show up. The consistency is the key, right? In anything we do in life. So 10 weeks, here we are, and we were already in the final week of January. Now, how did that happen? Does anybody else feel like it went by in the blink of an eye? And it's a little crazy, right? Because when we closed the chapter on 2020, we were so excited to put it behind us because so much was happening with COVID and it was kind of nice to say, oh, we are done. But nothing magical happened on New Year's Eve that had us in a better place. We were just waking up to another day. And here we are. Here in New Jersey, it's still, we're still in the slog of it. Not everything is open. Not all the kids are in school. Me personally, I'm still working from home. I still don't really go anywhere. I don't hang out with friends. Don't spend that much time with family. Just trying to stay isolated a bit. And so nothing truly has changed. And sometimes that can really bring us down, right? Because it almost feels like Groundhog's Day a bit. Every day we're waking up and it feels the same. And this is a hard time to be in where we're navigating through this virus and trying to figure out how to live our lives and fulfill ourselves, but also knowing that we have to stay within these restrictions and these confines. And I don't know about you, but there are days when I'm just cranky and I can't even come up with a reason why, but I just feel it. I feel the heaviness on my shoulders. I feel out of sorts. And no matter what I do to kind of shake myself out of it, sometimes it doesn't help. Sometimes I don't even have that motivation to do that, to kind of shake myself from it. It's just this funk that's wearing on me. And I do little things here and there to help it. I was talking about last week about adding jump roping into my day after meetings, which has been great. But still, I mean, it doesn't 100% take away the fact that we're still in this. Every day is still the same. Last Friday, for the very first time since March 19th, 
I woke up before the sunrise. I took a shower, got dressed, and actually left my house. And it's crazy because I never even gave any thought to that, right? Until I was actually doing it. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm leaving the house in the morning. Like what is happening here? And it felt so good. It felt great to be out in the fresh air and doing something. And what I ended up doing was going, there are these eagles that have found their way to New Jersey. Maybe they've been here all along and I never noticed. I never paid attention, but they're everywhere now. And so I went with my aunt to go to try to see if we could find them. And both of us were saying it was so weird to be like waking up and leaving the house so early. But to be in the fresh air, we saw a ton of eagles and they're just so majestic and beautiful. And to be able to chat with her and just hang out was such a refreshing way to start the day. And I had so much gratitude that I was working for home because it gave me the ability to just run out and do that before I had to start my day. And it was great. It absolutely re-energized me and reminded me that we are in the midst of winter, but spring is coming. And I absolutely love to be outside. And I know once that warmer weather comes in, I will be out there. And that will help kind of lift this hazy funk that has been over me because it will give me more of an opportunity to just get out there. One of the things I had challenged myself to do in January to sort of push myself further out the door was to run one mile every day for 30 days. And here's my update. I've been doing it. I have. And surprisingly to myself, though, has been more runs on the treadmill than I would have expected because I do prefer to be running outside. I can run 10 miles outside. Fine. You asked me to run one on the treadmill and it feels like you have asked me to run a hundred. Does anybody else feel this way? I don't know what it is. It's just this weird warp that it feels like torture. So I'm surprised that I have been doing so many runs on the treadmill, but the reason they've been happening is because I just haven't scheduled my day right to get those other runs in first, but I know that I have to get it done. So even if it's nine o'clock at night, I'm running down there taking those 10 minutes and getting in that mile. So I'm glad that I have that option. Otherwise, if I didn't have the treadmill, I don't know if I would have been able to complete the goal so far. I probably would have just thrown in the towel and said, oh, it's too dark outside, too cold. I can't go. So I'm super grateful for the treadmill for giving me the opportunity to keep showing up. And here's the thing. I didn't want to show up every day at all. There was one day when I was out running errands and I came home literally wearing, I was out in like running tights anyway, but then I had like on my winter coat and some regular shirt. But before I even walked in the house, I said, I have to go run that mile because if I don't, I'm never coming back out this door to do it. So literally in my winter coat, my hair not even pulled back, no music, nothing. And I always run with music. I just left the driveway and ran my mile. And I'm so glad that I did it because I wouldn't have gone back to do it. Absolutely not. But it's proof that you don't have to have the perfect outfit on. You don't have to wait for the perfect time. But what's so important is that you show up. 
gosh, it's that consistency theme again, right? Like consistently showing up for the podcast, consistently showing up for those things that you want to do. If you want to do them, you have to make time for them. If you want to do them, you need to say, I'm going to do it and then actually show up. One thing I really want to do, which I have been wanting to do for so long, is write a book. But it feels so overwhelming. It feels like I don't know where to begin. I don't know how to do that. What's the proper steps? And really, like, I know how to do it. Sit down and write. It's that simple. But I got to sit down and I got to write. And it's like everything in life. We know what we have to do, but we don't always do it. And that's okay. I mean, we don't have to always follow through on every single thing. But we know that there's really no excuse. You know, if I want to lose weight, I can't be eating ice cream and chips. I know I have to eat more vegetables. I know I should be eating more fruit. It doesn't mean I'm going to do it, but I know it, right? So to write my book, I know how to do it. It's just the doing. And so what this running for one mile a day is really showing me is that you don't have to dedicate a lot of time to make a big difference. It's only 10 minutes. And I feel it in my head. I feel it in my body. I feel it in my mood after I run, like I'm instantly lifted up. And it's only 10 minutes. What can you do for just 10 minutes that's going to make a huge difference? My intention was to just do these 30 days, see if I can do it, see if it's feasible. And I'm seeing it is 100% feasible. We have a little over a week left, and I know I'm going to make it. I mean, I'm not going to give up now. But now I'm wondering, like, what do I want to do in February? Do I want to continue? with the mile, or do I want to do a different challenge? And I'm not sure. I haven't decided yet. And I would be curious to hear if you created some type of challenge for yourself this year. Like, what have you done? How does it feel? Have you stuck to it? I'm telling you, I'm not the best at sticking to things, but so far, (laughs) this has been good. And oh, I'm grateful, grateful that I didn't give up. And what really helps you not give up is knowing that it doesn't have to be a huge chunk of everything. You can break it up into smaller, tiny things, and you can get through it. Knowing, too, that here we are towards that end of January, and we still have 11 months of the year left, I've been really trying to think about my intentions for 2021. I created a whole vision board in the beginning of the year and put so many amazing things on there, but I've been really trying to hone in and focus like, what is my intentions? What do I want to feel? What do I want to do? What impact do I want to make? And some of my intentions are also like, oh, putting it out to the universe to say, please make this happen. And that's like travel. I really missed traveling last year. And would love to be able to get to do that again this year. And in-person gatherings. Missed, missed so much being able to gather together with people. A huge intention is to have a retreat where all of us can just come together and be with one another. Wouldn't that be amazing to be actually sitting in a circle together to see each other's faces, 
Oh, and if we could hug, because that's another thing I so deeply miss. And it's an intention for 2021 to be able to hug more and also to get guests for this podcast. I really would love to do that as well. So if there's anyone that you think I should be chatting with, please let me know, because I would love to have guests on this podcast. And I've been getting a bunch of questions about journaling. How did I start journaling? What do I journal about? What kind of notebooks do I use? And so I want to start chatting a little bit about that because I feel like journaling for me is something that has really helped me get to where I am in my life today. And I would say that being able to show up on the page as 100% saved me time and time again. And for my notebook, it's very simple. It's just a composition notebook. Like remember those like black and white marbly ones that you had in grammar school? Yeah. Except now they make much cooler versions of those. For so many years, I would search for like the most perfect, beautiful notebook. And I would love it. Like, oh, to look at it would make me happy. But then I would never write anything in it because I didn't want to mess it up. It was so beautiful. What if I wrote and my writing was sloppy? What if I had to cross something out? So I never started. And I couldn't even tell you how many of those notebooks I had that were stunning and beautiful, but had zero writing in them. And then I discovered the composition notebook, and that's when it all changed for me. Because they're so inexpensive, you can get them for like less than $5. And like I said, now you can get really fun ones that will make you smile. It doesn't feel so pretentious. It doesn't feel like it has to be perfect. It feels like a space that I can get messy in. So that would be my number one tip for you if you're beginning a journaling practice is to get a notebook that you feel okay being messy in. Because that's what journaling is. It's not this beautiful, pretty, finished body of work. It's a spilling out of everything that's inside. And having that blank page to just catch it all. And that's the cool part is the blank page catches whatever and anything you throw at it. And you can cross out and you can not even finish sentences or just leave something half done. Like it doesn't judge. You can put whatever you want in there. So find whatever that works for you. Some people like spiral notebooks because you can totally flip them open. I just love the size of the composition notebook. I love that I can get them so easily. I have a ton of them. And now that I've been journaling for so long, like I love seeing them all together on the bookshelf and that they are the same size that makes me happy, but really get something that you're totally okay messing up in because you're going to mess up. I have so many crossouts, arrows, all sorts of things in my journal, and that's okay. The other thing too is I used to try like having different journals for different things. Even when I was starting this podcast, I'm like, oh, I need to have a journal for podcasting. But that never, ever works out for me. It doesn't. Because when I want to write about podcasting or when I want to write about my community and if I had separate notebooks for them, I guarantee you I wouldn't have that journal on hand. And then forget it. Nothing would get written down. So I really have gone to the system where it's just one journal catching everything that I throw at it. And I start my mornings in here when I pull my Oracle cards. 
I will write them inside my journal. And then after that, I will just kind of spill onto the page anything that's in my head to release it. And if you are familiar with The Artist's Way from Julia Cameron, she calls these the morning pages. And it's funny how they're called morning pages because you're supposed to do them in the morning. But every single time I say the word morning, I think of like, you're like mourning someone's death or crying and sad. And it is kind of perfect for that too, because it's really just about dumping out, spilling out that sadness or that anger or whatever it is that's been bottled inside of you and getting it on to the page. And in her book, she really encourages you to write three pages longhand every morning to just get it out of you. And it can be about anything. You might start writing about your grocery list, or you might start rewriting about an argument you had with a friend or something that went well at work or something you experienced the day before or what you might have to do that day. And you might jump from thing to thing and be totally all over the place. And that's okay. It's just really about that getting out and that releasing. And so that is one thing that I try to do. And I don't do it every morning for sure, but I try to do it often to just kind of get that release out. And remember, it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to make sense. A journaling practice for me is really about giving myself that opportunity to take all those things I'm holding on to, all that hurt, shame, anger, disappointment, excitement, anything that I'm just holding on to, like clinching deep inside and getting it out of me because I don't need to carry that all and you don't need to carry it all. So know that it's a space for you and put in there anything and everything you want. And it doesn't have to be perfect. And I got a question about what do you do when you don't know what to write about? And that is such a good question because you show up to the blank page and it feels so intimidating, right? Like there's nothing on there. What do you even begin to write? So I'm a huge fan of writing prompts. I feel like that really gives you that opportunity to start somewhere. And most likely where you started is not where you're going to end which is awesome because you're just giving yourself that introduction to the page and allowing yourself the freedom to go wherever you're going to go. And one of my favorite, I'll actually share two, two of my favorite prompts are, the first one is if I could tell you, because we always have something we want to tell someone, right? And so if I could tell you, I start with those words and kind of see what comes out from there. The other one is checking in with my senses. What am I hearing? What am I seeing in front of me? If I'm sitting at my um, kitchen island with my journal, what do I see? Do I hear the noise of the refrigerator? And then just document whatever it is. And so I really do my hearing, my seeing, what am I smelling? Maybe you are drinking also a cup of tea while you're writing or a glass of water. What are you tasting? And then I add on that, what do I know? Because all of our senses tell us something and also deep inside, you know something. So really just take a moment to check in with your senses, see what's going on around you. And I am, when you start to do that, different things will start to be sparked. 
Maybe you hear the sound of the refrigerator and you remember that inside that refrigerator is an orange and you got that orange at the grocery store and while you were there, you ran into so-and-so and had the best conversation. And now all of a sudden, you're not writing about the sound of the refrigerator, but you're off on this whole other path. So prompts are really just that entryway to allow you to have something to say first and give you the permission to go wherever you're going to go. So you might be asking, well, where do I find prompts? Like, I don't even know. You will be amazed where you can find writing prompts. First of all, you can just Google them, right? See what comes up. Tons of them. Another thing to do is just take a book or a magazine or something that you have and open it and point to a line and see what words are there. And that might be a prompt. That might spark something in you. But if you don't know, really start with your senses. Or if I could tell you, if I could tell you one thing, what would I tell you? And get those down on the page and see where they lead you. And if you want more prompts, come on over to my Monday writing class. For that class, we do three rounds of writing. And each round, I provide three different prompts. Because one prompt might totally not spark anything in you. But then maybe one doesn't as you're writing, another one also comes in. So come on over and check it out and see if that is exciting for you. And also when it comes to your journal and your journaling practice, know that it is a practice. Know that you're not writing the great American novel and that you don't have to carve out eight hours to sit and do it. Maybe you just start each day putting your intentions on the page. That is an amazing place to start. Put down what are your intentions? What are you feeling in that moment? What do you hope to do that day? And start with those things. And then maybe you write one or two things that you need to get done. Or maybe you write one or two wishes. And just start there. Simple. But do it consistently. Keep showing up and see where it takes you. See what else starts to come as you're putting the pen to the page. And don't give up on it. We so easily want to give up on something when it's hard, when we feel stuck, when we feel like we don't know where to go with it. But don't give up on it because it's going to happen. You're going to get into it. Just allow yourself that permission to feel totally uncomfortable and to put down crap, right? It doesn't have to be beautiful. It doesn't have to be amazing, but it has to be something. And I started journaling ever since I was small. I don't even remember, but I had always loved putting things down on the page. And I don't know where I would be without having this practice. And when my mom had passed away, I remember one of my brothers saying to me, you have a gift because you're able to get out all your emotions and express it through your words. But I can't write. I can't do that. And now it's just all bottled inside of me. But know that you don't have to call yourself a writer to get it out. You don't have to have the most eloquent words. You just need to be willing to show up honestly, which can be really hard, right? Because you're putting it down in ink. And anyone can find that. But here's the thing. You don't have to hold on to it. 
Whatever you write, you have full permission to throw in the trash. You have full permission to rip it out, toss it, burn it. There are so many things I have written that I burned and it feels so good to do, but it helped get it out of me. So I'm going to talk so much more about journaling and upcoming podcasts because it is such a passion of mine and I know what a benefit it can be. So I want to just start by encouraging you to one, get a notebook that you're willing to be messy in, find a pen that you enjoy writing with and start by putting your intentions for this upcoming year. Don't even start year. My gosh, let's not start there. That's insane. For whatever day you're in, what is your intention for that day? Start there. Let's start really simple because the year, that just felt so overwhelming, even, even as I was saying the words. So write the date. Write your intention for that day. That's it. Close it. Show up back again tomorrow. Write the date. Write your intention for that day. Close it. Do it again the next day. Do it again the day after that. Maybe something else comes up that you want to put down. Put it down. If you see a quote you love from someone, put that in your journal too. Your journal doesn't have to be just your words. It can be inspiration that you find from anywhere else. It can be a favorite recipe that you just found. Anything. And it doesn't also have to be just writing. You could collage things in there, put paint in there. It is your total open canvas to do whatever you want with it. So, oh gosh, I feel like I can just keep talking forever about journaling, but I don't want to overwhelm you. So we're going to start here. We're going to start with getting your notebook. Or we're going to start with putting down your intentions and that's it. So that's your writing prompt for this week, your intention for that day. See where it takes you and keep doing it day after day after day. And if you miss a day, no big deal. Like, don't stress. I don't journal every day. It's all right. You don't have to do it every day. But try to do it consistently enough that when you do show up, you're like, oh, wait, this was last month was the last time I was here. Let's not do that. <laughs> Let's be a little bit more consistent than that. And know that we're doing it together. You're not alone in this. and. I really encourage you to come on over to the Soul Circle community. Along with this podcast is this amazing community that is forming over on Mighty Networks. And if you've never heard of Mighty Networks, oh, it's divine because it's a social media-esque type platform, but there's no ads. There's no crazy algorithms. You get to choose what you see. You get to choose with who you're interacting with. And the space over there what we're doing over there is really about showing up for life, stepping into your own light and encouraging each other to do that because we all have this unique light to shine and yours deserves to be seen. So please pop on over and join us in the Soul Circle community. You can check out the link below. If you have any questions about it, do not hesitate to reach out to me and ask away. It's totally free so you can check it out. And if it's not for you, you can say, you know what, I'm going to leave. Because you don't need something else taking up your space, time, and energy that isn't fueling you. So my intention is that you come to the community and it fuels you. And if it doesn't, no hard feelings, all right? And we will continue talking about journaling. We'll continue talking about really stepping into our curiosity on future podcasts. And I would also love to hear what you want to hear about. If there's anything that you want to know from me, please send me a DM, ask me a question, and I would love to 
answer it here on the podcast. I feel so blessed to be able to do this, to share my voice, to push myself in this way, and to have you on the other side of this microphone. So thank you for being here and being a part of this journey. And come on over to some of my classes. Monday night is writing. Thursday night is our journaling, where really we just play with whatever supplies you have on hand. You can find everything over on my website at jenniferbeltoff.com. And I look forward to the next time that we are together. And I know one day that togetherness is going to be us in person. So that's a huge intention for 2021. And I look forward to getting to see your face and seeing your smile in person, right? We need to see that. So I just send you so much love and I look forward to next week and have a wonderful week ahead. Thank you so much for being a part of Soul Circle. Soul Circle.